We might be too young to have a spotted cow, but we are both diehard Packers fans. I could talk about this for hours. He was my legend. He was my quarterback one. Taysom Hill, forever in my heart. We have a kind of a reputation of being the young, the young diehard fans. How was that, Dr. Pepper Taysom? Amazing. Hey, good. Let's keep it over 25 minutes, all right? Welcome back into the Underage Packers podcast. We've missed you all after ours and the Packers shared by week, but we are back, baby. Packers versus Rams coming up. We'll be at that game, and we are here in episode 122 to discuss all of that, everything that transpired over the bye week, and most importantly, we're going to tell you why the Packers are going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, So thanks for tuning in today. I'm Joey, and joining me is now, I should know this, but you're, you're 17 right now? Correct. The newly 17-year-old, the new haircut, just a lot of change in my co-host life. Big B, welcome back. Yes, happy to be back. I uh, missed it. You know, the bye week was getting a little long, so yep. coming out the perfect time. Exactly. Now, like, I don't want to spend too much time on your haircut, but it, we obviously do have to address it. Now, you told our group chat, and I think you tweeted out there too, that you literally asked the barber for the John Runyon Jr. So did you like to show them a picture of John Runyon Jr.? Yes, multiple. <laughs> that is that is something. Wow. Um, now, do you think they knew who John Runyon Jr. was before this or no? Um, yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay. I see. Yeah, you are kind of in an area that has a lot of Packers fans, so I, I guess that makes sense. I'm sure... There, that's probably the first instance that uh, somebody has asked for a Packers player as inspiration for their haircut, not only in Michigan, but probably countrywide. Maybe maybe somebody has asked for a Clay Matthews before, but that that is certainly unique for sure. All right, now we'll move on from the haircut. Had to had to spend a good minute on it, though. But let's start off with the, the Packers playoff soap, all right? They are obviously beat bleak, but this is the best the Packers hopes have looked since week one of the season. Okay. They are only have five wins right now, but they have after last week, not playing at all during their bye week, their chances to make the playoffs went to 6% to 11. I want to say because Seems thing, uh, things seem to fall their way. You have the Seahawks losing. You have the Commanders losing as well. So looking at this now, the Packers' path to the playoffs, they need to win out, all right? And that's obviously a very difficult thing. Going up against Miami on Christmas Day in Miami, and then the next week you have the Vikings, and then to end the season off, you have a Detroit Lions team that right now is very hot, but they would be coming to Lambeau. So Winning out is a very difficult part of this, but if they're going to make the playoffs anyways, you want them to get on a run like this. Second part of the equation is whoever loses the Sunday night game this week between the Washington Commanders and the New York Giants, whoever loses that game, the Packers need to finish one and two. And both of these teams have very difficult schedule. I need to pull that up right now. Yeah, both both of those teams have very difficult schedules. So, New York has Minnesota next week, then Indianapolis, and then Philly to end it off. So 
Colts is a win, but they can the Packers can afford uh, the team to have one win. Washington has San Fran, Cleveland, and Dallas to end it off. So the the big thing here, obviously, if it does end up getting to this point, say you know either one of these teams um, win this game and their opponent in week 17 is pretty easy for New York. It's the Colts for Washington. It's the Browns. You know, that's where I see them getting their one win. It would be a big upset for either New York to beat Minnesota or Washington to beat San Fran, but New York ending off with Philly and Washington against Dallas. It really depends on who has playoff positioning locked up then. So in this scenario, if you're a Packers fan, you're and the Giants lose against Washington. You are rooting for Minnesota hard because you want Minnesota to look. I know I'm dragging this out, and it's probably not even going to matter because we're probably going to be eliminated in two weeks, anyways. But if New York loses this game this coming Sunday, you are rooting hard for Minnesota because you want Minnesota to be driving to the end with Philadelphia or that one seed so that the Eagles have a reason to play for against New York in the last week. You want you really want to have Philadelphia Eagles still fighting for something in the last week. On the flip side, though, if Washington loses this game and the Packers need them to go to one and two, you are rooting hard for the Eagles to lose a lot. And who cares what Minnesota does? Uh, because you want Dallas to have a reason to fight for. But what most likely is going to happen is that the Eagles are going to run away with that division by week 17. They'll probably have it clinched, and neither of them will be fighting for anything unless Minnesota is still in the running for that first seed. So complex stuff there, but we'll have to find out. We'll have a better idea after this Sunday night. And then the final part of the equation is Seattle losing two out of the four of their last games. They're losing to the Niners right now, and then they face the Chiefs next week. And then they face the Jets. All right. So feel pretty confident about that. Feel confident about either New York or Washington. Washington is on, you know, the the up and up. New York has been kind of in a slump lately. So, hey, we'll have to see. The, that, the fact that the least likely thing to happen is the Packers winning out is kind of sad. But if they do win out, then I like their chances. So that's all I'm saying. And, you know, the a lot of people say to this, well, why do you even want them to go to the playoffs when they would get embarrassed in the first round anyways? I do not care. Okay, I simply do not care about draft positioning. I will care about where they are picking in April. All right. We went into this season like we do every year with the goal, the hope that the Packers will be taking home a fifth Lombardi and a 14th world championship. All right. And that chance, the chance of that happening is not mathematically zero yet. It might be realistically, logically speaking, it might be zero, but mathematically, it is not impossible. All right. So I'm going to stick to that goal. And, you know, two weeks ago, I was kind of joking that I was going to, you know, live in this world in the belief that the Packers could go on a run. But now I'm believing it. And now I will be incredibly disappointed if they don't win the Super Bowl. I'm, or at the very least, don't make the playoffs. And also, okay, so if we do make the playoffs, we're going to be the seventh seed, and we're most likely 
going to Minnesota in the wild card round. If we somehow go to the playoffs, which would include probably knocking off Minnesota from that first seed in the week 17, all right, we go to Minnesota in the wild card and we beat Minnesota. Oh my God. Like, I, that's just I don't worth even, it alone. It's just going yeah. to the playoffs and beating Minnesota. I don't even need a Lombardi. We could be destroyed by 90 points in the divisional round. But if we somehow make it to the playoffs and then knock Minnesota out of their perfect season, that's all we need. That is all mm-hmm. I need, God. All right. So, uh, Big B, are you along with me on this ride of giving our hopes up again? Oh, yeah. I'm a. Uh officially emotionally invested mm-hmm. in the Packers making the playoffs. Uh, once again, I am ready to be let down and hurt, but the reason I want us to make the playoffs is one, prove all the haters wrong, prove everybody wrong. who's saying they're not going anywhere. Yes. We make the playoffs. We prove them wrong. Then, like you just said, we go to Minnesota, beat Minnesota mm-hmm. in the playoffs, in their house. Like, I'll be printing off T-shirts. I don't care. That's what exactly. the Vikings do. So why can't we do it for one time? You know, exactly. That's the only reason, yes, we got we got to hang the banner, and that's the only reason why I want to make the playoffs. Is prove the haters, prove the haters wrong. Beat Minnesota in Minnesota, and after that, who cares? Yeah, if you want to look at it this way, just think of it in this light. All right, so la we're going to absolutely clear them it's going to be like negative five degrees in green bay and they're not going to be able to handle it all right and they're already a terrible team so we beat them don't even think about this week if you think about it next week for green bay is a wild card they gotta beat my all right then it's the divisional round against minnesota okay then it's the conference championship against detroit and then the super bowl is a wild card in minnesota so you just got to think of it in the right perspective all right it's all about perspective really okay i I hate to bring this up but like imagine if we uh beat the rams Mm -hmm. beat the dolphins beat minnesota and then you know Mm -hmm. lose to the Lions. like just imagine the complete uh what i say like madness bomb bomb chaos yeah that would go on the packers twitter that'd be phenomenal to watch yeah, and the funny thing about that is in that scenario, Detroit probably ends up getting that seventh seed. It'd be yeah, crazy. Okay. And, you know, I think I brought this up on our episode two weeks ago, but literally if we beat New York and Washington earlier in the season, like our playoff chances are probably at like 60 or 70% right now. We might, we might be, if we have won those two games – we might be in the seventh seed right now. Yeah. Because I I don't think Washington has seven wins. So it's it's depressing to think about that. Two very winnable games, two games that came down to just if we got one more stop and one more touchdown. But it's all right. I digress. Packers Packers gonna find a way. They just wanted to take the long way to the Super Bowl. They said, All right, we have had some bad luck in the past with, you know, home field advantage. So we're just going to go the long way. And they, they went a little too dramatic on that. Like, they make it a little too uncomfortable. But it's all right. They're still going to get the seventh seed. 
yeah, they, they thought the last couple of years were just a little bit too easy, you know, making the playoffs and stuff mm-hmm. and clinching everything before the final game. So they just decided, you want to know what? Let's let's absolutely suck for the beginning of the year yeah. and then let's start playing football. They wanted to give the Super Bowl documentary makers a lot of a lot of content. All right. A lot of a lot of storylines to uh, go down. Yep. So that was very kind of them. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Now. Another thing that we have to say, I was much more blunt in my phrasing of our list of people we have to, um, I don't even know how to put it nicely. Discuss. Yeah, yeah, there we are. There's still a list of people we have to discuss. The first list of people we had to discuss was people who want to tell us that we shouldn't want the Packers to make the playoffs. And the second, and we have discussed, these people multiple times and that is the unnecessary hate towards David Bakhtiari this man literally had what even was it was his um uh, something that you can have removed your appendix right yeah he has an appendix effect, uh, infection two days before the Bears games and he has to have surgery on that just a freak thing completely out of his control and people are like oh there we go again David, our multi-crazy millionaire, highest-paid left tackle in the league, uh, he's off the field again. It's like, oh my god, this is this is not this does not go towards your injury-prone argument. All right, he it looks like he's past recovery for the ACL, even if it's having some effect on his uh, on him. Like I'm sure he's in a lot of pain, but he still is playing really well. I do not understand the fascination. I know he's being paid a lot, but it's not like he sucks. He is still really good. Um, and I am, I'm just really frustrated with all, all these haters that want to go down this agenda that David Bakhtiari sucks is a bad uh, offensive tackle and it's a complete waste of the Packers' money. I don't think they're trading him. Um, you know, although after this year would be the prime time and David's contract to trade him, but. I, I just do not think that makes sense. He's a great football player. I do not see any purpose in getting rid of him. Yeah, and I hope uh, everyone realized, like, David just didn't, like, wake up that day and just say, you want to what? I'm going to have my appendix removed. Like, yeah. it, it's just, like, a freak thing that just happens literally whenever it wants to. Like, he didn't have yeah. a choice to take it out that day. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. Like, I feel like that's what they think. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is a way to get out, get out of playing in the next game. Let me get, take my appendix out. So then they exactly like they just sit on the couch and do nothing. It's ridiculous. So, hey, David, we're big fans of you here. Congrats on the kid, um, and we're we're looking forward to watching you the next few years with Packers. Yes, and come on our podcast, please. Exactly, exactly. You know who we are. So mm-hmm. just just come yeah. on, man. So that is that. Now let's focus on this game ahead of us. The wild card round, remember? Or no, no, no. This is this isn't the wild card round. This is you know the the bye week before the playoffs start. So going up against the Los Angeles Rams, uh, like I mentioned earlier, it's going to be cold. It is going to be the coldest game that the Rams have played for uh, played in in thirty years. So that says a lot about the environments they're used to. Um, so I guess before we get into the, the minutia and the details of the game specifically, I mean, I just want to talk about our exciting plans 
we got for this weekend. All right. We are going to be out there. We're going to have the Cheesehead TV Patreon meetup um, on Sunday evening. I'm sure there's people watching that we're going to see there. So excited to see you all again. And then Monday, man, we're going to be tailgating at Badger State Brewing. I, I, it's not, they're not putting it on for us, but we're going to be there. So, hey, we might not have enough brats or burgers for you, but if you're there, stop on by. Um, if, you know, it makes us it's so awesome when just our listener, our small listener base uh, notices us. So if you're out there, please say hi. We really appreciate it. Um, and then we'll be, we'll be having a grand old time inside Lambeau Field. First game that we'll be watching together. Um, that will be a trip for sure. That, that, that will be something. Don't know. We might be we'll... terrified. We might, we may never ever talk again after. Monday. Yeah. You know, that's definitely true. And you've told me that the people in your section that you sit on, there are a little bit of Debbie Downers. And I, I'm thinking, you know, because you describe them, you know, as elderly people that yes. have no life. So I'm Perfect. thinking, though, that they're going to be a little, you know, the team is bad, even though they're about to go on a Super Bowl run, you know, th- that they're going to sell their tickets and hopefully some young rascals like us uh, are out there in that section, buy, bought the tip, tickets for cheap, for cheap, and are going to have a, a hell of a time with us. But and and the chance that that's not the case, I have prepared things to say to people if they tell me to sit down, or if oh look, man, if Matt Lafleur, if it's their down, and Matt Lafleur has to look up at the crowd and do one of these. I I will be making sure Matt's message is heard, okay? I mean, Matt's already busy enough. He does not need to be working two jobs at once, okay? He does not need to be a crowd director. People, let's let's get it together here, all right? Um, so one thing I was thinking about um, during the Bears game when Aaron Jones went down, it's like, man, Aaron is probably my favorite player on this team. Great person. And I would be really disappointed if we didn't get to see him in person. But does he, it does look like he will be good to go, so that's great. And I was thinking, you know, who is one player that I would love to see just have a great game? And for me, it is easily Christian Watson, all right? I am going to bang the drum for this kid if he continues these last uh, four weeks to just fall out and end up with touchdowns somewhere in the teens – I will be banging the drum for him to win Offensive Rookie of the Year, and I really hope he has a great performance uh, Monday night. I mean, especially the the haters made it so easily, so easy to root for him. All right, how he so quickly changed around from being uh, a bust, uh, a slow receiver with no hands, to oh, this kid is great. In the, the time passage of a half, that changed from, you know, a complete 180 uh, in the Cowboys game. So really looking forward to Christian Watson and his success on Monday night and throughout his full career. Uh, Big B, is there a player you're rooting for to have a, a phenomenal game? Yeah, well, I already uh, saw Christian Watson's breakout game, so it's not Christian Watson for me. But I'm going to say Baker, Baker Mayfield's dad, Rasul Douglas, you know, oh, he's okay. had, I was he's had a, where you were going with, I was like Baker Mayfield. And then you were like Baker Mayfield's dad. And I was like, 
what? But continue. <laughs> yeah, well, Rasul has had, you know, everybody knows Rasul has had, you know, kind of a down year. He hasn't been playing his best uh, ball. But last year when the Browns came into town, he had two interceptions on Blake Baker Mayfield, including the game-winning interception. Fully expect Rasul to have at least one pick, maybe a pick six. You never know. Pretty uh, good luck charm when it comes to pick sixes when it comes to Lambeau Field being in attendance. So mm-hmm. love to see Rasul absolutely ball out and go off against Baker Mayfield once again. That, that's a good pick there. All right. Now getting more into this game here. I just have like for our notes what to talk about. C-O-L-D in ca- all capitals. Um, so this Rams offense is running with Baker Mayfield. I cannot believe that he went out there uh Last Monday night, or no, was was it Monday night? It was Thursday. It was it Thursday? Thursday night? That's right. Thursday. Last Thursday night, um, just like had that game-winning drive. Um, and you talk about we often contrast the the mindsets of the Packers as an organization and the Rams. You know, the Rams are all in. They're very flashy. They're the biggest market in the league. Um, New York might be first, but. They're one of the top two markets in the league. The Packers, they're draft and develop. They're the smallest market in the league. And this is just another example. You have Baker Mayfield, who was signed two days ago, going out there at quarterback for the Rams, when the Packers are so hesitant to allow, I mean, even like Eric Wilson, a special teams linebacker. I don't think they let him play it in the first week they signed him. Like, just complete opposite mindsets uh from the Packers and the Rams so hey ended up working out for them with this offense they don't have much of a running game so they might be struggling in the cold uh their defense has definitely taken a step down from last year um Aaron Donald is still a problem Jalen Ramsey is still a problem but their run defense is solid uh for sure so I will we'll have to see what the Rams game plan is this week i honestly don't think they have too much in their favor um but hey we'll see what mr mcveigh draws up um i'm sure we'll be reminded of his relationship with matt lafleur only 80 times but we won't have to see that because we will not be watching the broadcast so that is that is great news for us um and then one last point here we go winning formula for the green bay packers i want to see aj dylan run the ball a minimum of a minimum of 15 times okay if Aaron Rodgers is throwing the ball more than 30 times we got a problem if we are sitting our quarterback with a broken thumb out there and whether in the teens to throw the ball 30 times oh man might have to stop me from running on the sideline all right um (laughs) Bigby, any other thoughts you want to throw in there on this game? Um, Not really. Hope Aaron Jones balls out because, uh, you know, I'm kind of in the fantasy playoffs, so I kind of need him, like, really bad. Um, you know, uh, Aaron Donald doesn't look like he's going to play yet again. Oh, so right. got got a little bit of encouraging in the uh, running game, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So maybe Matt will actually run the ball probably knows I'm going to be there, so he's probably going to make sure he runs the ball so I don't uh, go down there and slap him in the head and tell him to run the ball again. So, yeah, we're going to win. Some, 
somebody needs to put somebody up to, um, you know, on the the sideline that is opposite of the Packers, so that Matt would see it. Uh, three people need to hold up massive signs that says "Run the ball." Whenever they get into those bouts where they have like three or a series of drives where they go three and out because they try to pass it down the field all the time, hold those up until they run the ball consistently. All right, somebody, somebody needs to get on that. That's genius. Yeah, but other than that, that's all we got for here at the Underage Packers podcast. I'm sure we will have some type of content coming to you from the the Rams game. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, both on our personal accounts, Joey G. Uh, am I? Yeah, I'm still Joey GPG. And then Big Packers 4X, and also our shared account of Underage Packers. We'll have some content as long as our uh, hands are not frozen in our gloves. So. Look forward to that. Cannot wait to be in the the motherland this Monday. Um, Thank you all for watching. Make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel. Uh, Follow us everywhere. We'll talk to you later. As always, go Pack Go.